Hello and welcome to the Secure Our Future podcast series. I believe this is episode six. I think so. On the agenda. And today we are going to talk about what is this bond to me? And we're going to talk to a couple parents. And also we have Broken Arrow Public Schools Foundation board members and president. Tara, why don't you introduce our special guest today? Absolutely. With us today, we've got our current foundation president, Jenny Dolan. Thank you. And you might be representing other groups, too. I know you've got a student at the high school who plays basketball. and a couple alums. There you go. And then we also have Miss Charla Lane, and she wears many hats. We were just joking with her before we started rolling about how many name tags that she has. But today she's representing both the PTA Council and then also the Foundation. So, Charla, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be here. So let's kick things off, and I want you guys to introduce yourselves a little bit. You know, we got the brief intro there, but tell us a little bit about your background Jenny, we'll start with you. You talked about having some kids in the district, alumni as well. So tell us a little bit about your experience with Broken Arrow Schools. I do. So uh, I have lived in Broken Arrow for about 30 years now, which really dates me and so <laughs> strange. Um, I, I like to say I'm married in to the district because my husband is an alum and a Broken Arrow is the biggest small town, right? Class like of what for your husband? 87. 87. So nice. um, we've gone to many class reunions. I know many of his class friends. And it was one of the things that I loved most about Broken Arrow is the fact that there is that hometown feel. I grew up moving around a lot and didn't ever stay in one school. And so it's been really cool to watch my kids go from pre-K all the way through high school and the many avenues they've been able to explore. And all three of them have done it differently. So it's really cool to watch that. Yep. So as as Mr. Perry likes to say, they're BA lifers. That's right. right. So Charla, what about you? I um, grew up in the area. Um, I'm Sepulpa uh, girl, uh, so go Chieftains, but (laughs) but also go Tigers. Um, My kids are Tigers. Uh, I have a a BA grad uh, last year, um, and I have a current junior in the district here at the high school. All right. So... In anything you want to talk to me more about that before we kind of move into the no, bond issue stuff? That, that kind of gives a, it gives our listeners a good background about why you care about the school district. You're vested, which we appreciate. Absolutely. So in, in your guys' terms, from a parent perspective, you guys have been here now and had some kids go through at least two bond issues, right? Uh, what, what does a bond issue mean to you and what do you guys know about it? And, and when you get, you know, you probably get more questions than the average uh, parent across the district about bond issues and things like that. So what do you tell people? I'll let Charla start. Well, um, the, a couple of the other bond issues that we've had have been um, really big and exciting. Um, lots of um, additions like buildings and, um, you know, field houses and all kinds of... A lot like, easier to explain. Yeah, right? yeah. There are much <laughs> easier new to, schools. Yes, yes. New schools, um, new facilities um, and... And they're exciting, and people really get behind those kinds of, of bond issues. Um, but that's really what I know. Like, we've we've been through a couple, and they've been very exciting and fun. But this one's a little bit different. Jenny, what about you? For me, I think uh, for bond issue purposes, I think they give extra um, opportunities for our kids and our um, staff to have good facilities, to have great um, internet access, to have all the things that, you know, if we had an extra budget, we could do more with. And so you're you're so limited in our school budgets based on what you get from the state and the federal government and then, you know, the other 
types of grants and things that you can get. So I know that bonds really come in handy for our administration to be able to do the bigger things that we, we all want for our kids, right? Nobody wants them to go to a bad school or a ill-equipped school. Tara, any thoughts on that? I was going to say to Charla's point, um, it, it has been difficult, I think, to come up with messaging around this bond issue because there are no, as, as I'm in charge of the communications um, department and there are no flagship items, you know, that we can show cool new renderings of, of this school or that school. And so you're right. It is very different than um, the past couple of bond issues that we've had. Um, and that's presented some challenges. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the last two, probably $600 million and worth, you know, all these new schools that we have and so many things. So, you know, without those, we wouldn't be the the district that we are today. But this is a very important bond issue in its, in its own right. And with that said, what are some things on this issue that excite you guys the most? You want me to go first? Jump yeah. in. Okay, <laughs> so I am excited about two things. Um, I'm super excited about the new transportation. I think it just makes sense to have a bus barn on the other side of Broken Arrow. Um, we just moved from the south side of Broken Arrow to the north side of Broken Arrow. So I remember those days of shuttling kids and uh, busing and all of that. So I'm super excited about that. And and Rosalind will get on to us if we don't, if we don't say, say transportation it. hub. Right? Sorry, yes. transportation <laughs> hub. She made a joke on the, the episode that she was in is about a barn is where you put animals. Yes. Right? Sorry. Transportation <laughs> hub. And um, the other thing I'm excited about is updating the technology. As we know, technology changes like. Yep. Tomorrow it'll be outdated, but it's super necessary to keep everything updated at our schools because we're supposed to be producing young people that know how to use the technology. And so if we're not giving them the opportunity to have fast Internet and things like that, then we're not really giving them the tools that they need. I think for mine, it's a little bit different. Um, I'm the Broken Arrow PTA Council president, and part of my job is to advocate for kiddos in our district. And um one of the things that I need for our kiddos is that um, they're safe. Um, they're um, at, a, at a temperature where they can learn. Um, and um, so those, those parts of the um, bond issue are really important to me. Um, fixing our roofs. I don't want kids having drops on their heads while they're trying to learn. <laughs> I want them to be at a, at a proper temperature. So I want our AC units to be updated. Um, and I know that goes into saving energy for our schools. Um, and when we have those really old ones, they're not doing what they proper should be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and so those things are really exciting for me on that level. On a very personal level, my son is in the tennis program, and I'm pretty fired up about some tennis upgrades. Yeah, um, much needed. Yeah, currently we can't play after dark. Um, when all the area districts are able to host um, evening tournaments. tournaments. Yeah. yeah, but we're not able to do that currently. Yeah. Very important. Um, we don't have that problem in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> we do have lights. Yes, that's good. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, and you talked about the HVAC units and things like that. You know, be, if you're watching this and you haven't seen some of the previous episodes, go back and I was that episode two or three that we talked with Roger and just the sheer amount of, you know, need for those projects is, is tremendous. But, uh, you know, like we said, you guys are very involved in the district, in the community. What do you want voters to know about Broken Arrow Schools and this bond issue? What are some misconceptions and things that you guys have to make sure and, and, and clear up to people? Or, or in some, some matters, like, I mean, how do you, you know, continue to, you know, champion and, and promote the district from your, as a, as a parent and a board member uh, of the foundation? I think as a foundation member, I'm really glad to see that the, the district is looking 
and forecasting for the needs that we have, especially with our HVAC and things like that, because we don't want to get in the situation where it's dire, right? Because then they're going to come to the foundation first and then to the public next, right? And so we know that everybody would much rather be fundraising for the fun stuff, right? So this gives us the opportunity to take care of the things that we need to take care of. It's kind of like your house. Like nobody wants to replace their air conditioner yeah. in their house, but it has to be done, right? <laughs> you want to get that new um, flooring and the granite. Right. Or you do so, the bathroom. <laughs> So you, you need to plan ahead, and I really I, – I love that we're doing that and making the safety upgrades that we're talking about making. Those are all really, really important. And let the foundation continue to support and fundraise so that we can put in the fun stuff for you and help you that way um, because it's not fun to fundraise for, you know, stuff that you just have to do to keep good maintenance. And, Jenny, you might take just a second for any listeners or our viewers that don't haven't heard about the foundation. What is the Broken Arrow Public Schools Foundation, and what's the mission of that group? Thank you. So um, the Broken Arrow Schools Foundation is primarily here to be a support system for the schools, um, whether that is helping you guys find volunteers for things or fundraising for certain activities. We're super excited to champion uh, the BizTown event that happens for all of our fifth graders. If you've ever had a fifth grader go through school here, it's pretty awesome. They get to go to BizTown. It's a pretty big deal. It's going to touch every fifth grader. And it costs the district about $50,000 to do wow. that. So the, dis- uh, the foundation is going to take care of that this year. We also fund, um, partially fund project graduation and um, – Teacher of the Year and, and of course the grants. I grants, the deadline. Teacher, thank you. Yeah, the, the deadline is coming up coming pretty up. soon. Is mm-hmm. it October twenty third? Is that what I saw? Am yeah, I right? I on think that? so. Yeah. yeah. So any teachers out there watching? Oh, and let's make we sure also, we we'll put that link maybe right here where they can find it. Yes, that would be great because yeah. that deadline is fast approaching. And then also we have our Read to Succeed program that touched every second grader this year and put four yeah. books in every second grader's hands before the summer. That's awesome. So there's a lot of good going on. So if you're interested in getting involved, certainly reach out. We'll help you get involved with the foundation. But if nothing less, go follow us on Facebook. And so that's some of the fun things that you're Absolutely. talking about. That, that there those is are a the feel-good moments, yes, right? We yeah. want to make sure that all our kids have access to those things. And you guys had the golf tournament yesterday. I, I believe did. I saw we raised 31000 or yes. you raised. I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> it was one of our most successful golf tournaments to date. And so we're super excited about the community that came out and supported. And we'll be able to use all of that to support our students. And that's the cool thing about working with the foundation is every dollar goes back into our community. It's not like it's going farming out to other communities. It's Mm -hmm. it's staying right here. Fair. Any, any further questions along those lines that you want to make sure we hit on? That's a tough one to follow. What what would you say? Well, it is tough to follow. Um, However, one of my main jobs is to get people out to vote. Um, We advocate in all kinds of ways um, and voting is definitely one of the things that we promote um, as working our PTA council and um, so because of that, of course, we want people to get out and vote. Um, and of course, we want them to vote for this um, new bond issue um, so that we can get um, so that our schools can have equity. Um, we've got a bunch of new shiny schools and then we've got a few older schools that definitely need some maintenance and upkeep. And we definitely want um, parents to know that, you know, the school wants to do those things, but to have the finances to do those things is going to come from this bond issue. And our PTAs do a lot of fundraising too, really at the site yeah. level to try and, and do some more of those fun activities. Um, but uh, what kind of what's the mission of PTA broadly? Broadly, um, it's every child, one voice. So we advocate for every kid um, here in the district, really at the state level and a national level as well. 
Um, but um, really, PTA is kind of why there's a child nutrition program. It's why we have kindergartens. It's why football players wear helmets. Um, we were the first to advocate for those brains in our football players' <laughs> um, heads. So um, there's definitely a lot of um, always been a safety has been kind of at the top of our list. And so, of course, we want these schools to be safe and equitable for each of our students. That's a really good trivia question for a future podcast, Absolutely. Greg, about the... Why, why, yeah, we why we have helmets? Yeah. Is that a national? Was that a national thing or more locally? Yeah, national, national PTA, um, school lunch program, uh, uh, justice, youth justice programs. Um, there's all kinds of things that can be attributed to the advocacy at the national level. Leave it to moms to solve the world's problems. That's I right. love it. Absolutely. So, so you touched on this a little bit, but you know, talk a little bit about the importance, and you guys have dealt with this about getting just flatly getting people out to vote for this because a lot of times. You know, people come out and vote for the big elections and things like that. But sometimes they they'll make assumptions that oh, you know, that'll that'll pass. People will, you know, it's it, you often hear, you know, kind of more, you know, feedback from the the people on the negative side of things mm-hmm. instead of the people that are just purely like yeah, you know, Broken Air Schools really needs this. Talk a little bit about that. I personally think, um, you know, getting uh, just getting the message out to people. Um, we've been working on that. Um, so our Facebook page is Broken Air PTA Council. Um, We've done programs where we um, promote voting. Um, we hand out uh, voter registration um, at our back-to-school programs that we do. Um, and so uh, we are definitely very active in getting people out to vote, and we will continue to do that. From the you know, from the tennis mom perspective of things, what are some things that the tennis program, the coaches, the kids, what are they doing? Um, yeah. In fact, I just talked with Coach Milner today, um, and he is doing a fantastic job with that program. All of the coaches are. Um, it is a great program. Um, and it affects seventh grade through 12th grade, which is a little bit unusual um, in our athletic department. I'm not all, all of them span that far, um, but they do a fabulous job um, out there with our tennis kids. And they definitely deserve and need um, upgrades to that area. Um, and we will definitely be um, talking more to those parents. All right. So I want you guys to complete this sentence for me. People should vote on November 14th because Jenny, we'll start with you. Because this is our community, and we can't make our community better without a collective effort. Very good. Because our students deserve it. Um, we have we have amazing students that are doing amazing things. I just got the opportunity to meet with a Vanguard student um, about a week ago, and it's unbelievable what our students are accomplishing in this district, and our students are worth it. Tara, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Any, any final questions? I'm just so appreciative of, of parents like the two of you that are involved. Yeah. Um, I think um, there's plenty of research that shows the impact that parent engagement has on student learning. And um, we, we, we seriously cannot get enough of it here at Broken Arrow. So if there are parents out there wondering, how do I get involved? I mean, these are two great organizations to get involved with right here, the PTA Council and um, our foundation. Um they offer a lot of ways to, to get engaged and to really make a, a tangible impact on student learning, um, not only your own student, but also the other 20,200 students that are in our district. So I just appreciate all the, the many hours of volunteer work that the two of you do and that the organizations you represent do each year. We couldn't do it all without you. Thank Absolutely. you. And Thank you. you all do a lot of work for our kids, too. I mean, we see you out at everything and you, it's your job but it's the extra hours are not your job so we appreciate what you do too to make our kids much. enjoy school the passion is evident mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, we'd like to thank you guys for stopping by the AeroVision Studios here for this podcast of the Secure Our Future podcast series. If you have missed any of the previous episodes, be sure and check those out. We've got two more after this one, and then it'll be November 14th here before you know it. We're just a little, you know, by the time this comes out, we'll be less than a month away. So uh, thank you guys for watching. Be sure and subscribe to all of our channels, and we will see you next time.